serduszka, cztery oczy. Oj, oj, oj. Co płakały we dnie w nocy. Oj, oj, oj. Czarne oczka, co płaczecie, że się spotkać nie możecie. Że się spotkać nie możecie. Mnie matura zakazała, oj, 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 żebym chłopca nie kochała. Hey, welcome to Movie Humpers. My Hi. name is Bob Sham. I'm Angela Burr. Mm. It's cold in here. I it's got... like there's a it's cold? cold war. Is it really cold? No. Wow, that was terrible. I know. Sorry. That was really bad. I know. Forgive me. I got this. I had you get these uh, Dr. Pepper strawberries and creams. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's not bad. I don't drink Dr. Pepper. There's already like 100 ingredients in it. But now I wish it came in like I only had four instead of a dozen. You can you know? probably buy six maybe. Mm. But I could only find a case. By the end of the summer, I'll have them drink. Okay. Mm. Take your time. That is not product placement. If that was product placement, that's like the worst product placement <laughs> ever. Strawberries and cream. Good at first, but maybe a little much. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so um, this, we we do one of our subcategories that we do. Uh, we haven't even this month gotten to what our monthly theme is. No, we haven't. <laughs> and maybe down the stretch, we'll just watch a bunch of shit. Okay. This has been a busy month. I know, man. <laughs> I don't want to... Life life sucks. <laughs> I mean, it does... Well, it does and it doesn't. Yeah. You know? It's not all bad reasons why we haven't done as many episodes. Five days ago, I went and I chained up, saw some broken fence. And then I went and took one of our dogs to the park mm -hmm. to walk her. Because we're both overweight <laughs> and we need to do things. Mm -hmm. And since that day, I've been like bent. Yeah. Like I've had back troubles. I've developed back troubles the last couple of years. I've just been fucking bent. And it's so annoying. Like I just feel there's something like there's always this thing where I'm not an, I'm not, I don't lack confidence, right? So long as. If I go out into the world, I stand up straight. I'll walk forward. I don't let anything intimidate me. I hold my head up. 
and I just speak plainly, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm out in the world. It's just always been like my little quiet philosophy. Yeah. Do you mean to leave your headphones on? Uh, maybe not. It doesn't make any difference. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Literally, there's. Are you concerned about the headphones? No. Are you jealous of them? I just think it would make you warmer. You, you're fogging up a little bit. I thought maybe uh, they were making fogging. you too warm. I mean, maybe I am a little clammy, which is another fun aspect of being overweight. <laughs> I get it. I really, yeah, we 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 have a plot to have lose lost a specific. Well, we didn't set a specific goal. Yeah, we did. A specific amount of weight to lose. I thought. Well, then what is it? I thought it was 50 pounds before October. Each. 50? That's what I thought. That does. <laughs> that is kind of where we need to be to get to a good start. Yeah. I've been, I've off track like several times already. Yeah. But I guess the point I'm saying is like when I'm going out in the world and my back hurts yeah. and I feel like I can't stand up straight, I'm, I just feel so fucking fragile. Yeah. Like I feel, I feel pitiful. Like, I feel like I couldn't do anything. Like, anyone could beat me up. (laughs) Right? It's that feeling. Like, if someone just wanted to beat my ass, then my ass is beat. Whereas before, then maybe I could bulldog them and be annoying, right? Mm -hmm. But it it sucks getting older. Especially when you don't have millions of dollars. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And some shit happens, and you can handle it, but it just takes so much time to get things done. Like, yeah. like the Finch shit is from a storm weeks ago and we're, we just now got it piled up about five weeks ago. And now it's like, how are we going to haul all this shit off? We don't have a truck. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I, I honestly think we should just pay someone to come get it and stuff it in a box truck and be gone. If that's possible. It's possible. Ugh. We'll figure it out. A bit of a melancholy day, I guess. But this is our randomly generated movie. Yes. Our first one was Mank. Yes. It's a David Fincher movie. Two black and white movies in a row. Two modern are movies you, in black and white in a sure row. Are you sure you didn't have like some filter on this thing that's like black and white movies that came out in the last five years? Last, okay. I went to the best randoms <laughs> generator. I know, I know. And last night I was picking, getting it to randomize over and over and over again just to see if it would differentiate more. And I felt like I had to randomize, are you pitching for Diet Coke? If they want to give me more Diet Coke, yes. <laughs> and it took a while, but I felt like it was randomly generated movie, a lot of movies from the last three years. Mm-hmm. And then it was a random old movie. Like you tested it. I was testing it. Okay, and some of them were in color. Yeah. Okay, cool. But the, I mean, this was a good movie, so. It just so happens that the first two randomly generated movies are movies made in the last Five years mm-hmm. that are um, just modern movies, but filmed in black and white. This movie uh, taking place from a span of 1949 to 1964. This movie, there was a point we were watching it. Cold War is the movie Cold we're discussing. War, Cold War. Referenced in that hilarious joke that I opened the show with. The horrid joke. There was a point where the guy in our story was like waiting in the street and it got dark and I actually had the thought man the lighting's so much better in this than Mank <laughs> oh, a thousand percent but 
it, it was shot Mank, better. Was like, Mank was so bad. This it, was so good. <laughs> it was shot better. Yeah. Honestly, I was kind of, I don't know. If we reviewed Mank again, it might go like a notch lower. Yeah, for sure. Because there was, sure. there was aspects of it that were just kind of like obnoxious. I think that we gave it the credit we gave it for the referential fan part of it, you know? Because it's, the things that were lacking in the in the shots and the lighting could be attributed to them potentially trying to emulate the previous. And so it's like, if they were really trying to emulate it, then I guess they did a good job, but their choices were weird. Yeah. But let's not talk about that one anymore. Yeah, very average movie, that Mank. But yeah. this movie, much better. So good. Shot better. Had no idea what it was about. Emotionally was better. Story was really good. It's not trying that hard to be clever. It just is like a weirdly sincere movie. And when I first saw this, I mean, I, I know nothing about Paul Polakowski. Mm. We don't, he's a Polish director. Yeah. But I'd like to see more of his stuff. This I'm was interesting. This was nominated for a few foreign categories. Yeah. This is, this movie's won some awards around the globe back in 2018, 2019. Yeah. And when I first, it obviously looks like a romance. And I, you know how romances are really overwrought. And very melodramatic. I was trying to emotionally prepare myself mm-hmm. for that. And there was genuine drama here, but it wasn't like overdone. No. And it wasn't corny. Yeah. It was like the most interesting take I've ever seen on a sort of star crossed lovers never in the right place at the right time. Like we belong together, but we cannot be together kind of story. Yeah. Yeah. This was one of the most interesting ways to look at that and of course it's called cold war because it's set during this time mm-hmm. you got soviet We're in poland for you got most of the time this yes and i looked it up and i was like i didn't know poland was in the ussr but it was considered a satellite state okay it wasn't formally in the former ussr the former soviet union it um but i guess every once in a while would we'll probably elect a government that would probably be a little more towards the Soviet Union mm-hmm. or whatever. But um so which was educate I don't know, in in the eastern country, eastern European countries, things kind of meld together. I get a little confused as to what's what. I'm really bad at geography. And uh but yeah, this is a Polish movie taking place mostly in Poland during, in Paris. during the Cold War. And there was this um a little bit in Paris, uh yeah, in, in Berlin. He really he crossed that line he crossed into West Berlin so easy. Yeah. Cause he just wait. Cause you always have the image of the wall. There was a wall. Yeah. But like when he's waiting on her, it's just like he just walks and you can see the brighter lights of West Berlin. Yeah. Like it, it made it seem like it was really nothing. You know what? And, and, and what you're speaking of, it's interesting because I really think like this movie, the story can be summed up really easily but then it's like talking about the intricacies of what's happening yeah the geopolitical stuff yeah so so if i can real quick he and this other woman and they have a manager are trying to form like a troupe to do to sing the folk songs of poland yes they want to they've gone around and they've interviewed people in the mountains and the well, I don't, I don't know geography, right? I just said that, so I just made up mountains, but that would be what would be here. But sort of like the people who are like the the country folk, right? Or like the people who are still carrying on the traditions of the past and having like the music and regional um, folklore kind of stuff. So they've gathered all this information, they've recorded all these people singing these songs, and then they're gonna have they have a big uh, audition 
to make this troop of people that they then teach these songs to teach these folk dances to and then travel around with them. And obviously we'll get into like politically what happens with that group and the time of the world that they're in. But in this audition, the man sees this girl who's auditioning. And even from that moment, she's sort of just going with the flow. Like she wasn't prepared. She got in on someone else's interview or audition, you know, like she, she was kind of just, around and we find out later that it's because she came from a city she's not someone from the country and so they wouldn't naturally want her but she's got something right he obviously falls in love with her from yeah the moment he sees her and she's a babe too she's so beautiful and interesting and she really was kind of a hottie i was yeah, kind of crushing on her for sure but yeah so so you then know, the traveling around to find the old folk singers and the yeah, lady that, that was cool. and the lady that the guy is with is particularly passionate about capturing yes. the old country stuff she wants and to that, tell the history. And that reminded me, I was trying to look it up while you were talking about it, but I couldn't pull it up immediately. But there was some guy who, in the early 20th century, who went around for the remaining uh, blues musicians that were alive at the time, and he made it a point to record oh, wow. a lot of their stuff to kind of document it. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could remember that guy's fucking name, but it kind of reminded me of that, them going around and documenting and then I didn't realize that they were going to put on some show. No, I was kind of confused when that started happening. But that, that's, yeah, that was the goal because they were traveling around in a van together. Yeah. So I guess the government who is, uh, um, I guess, maybe this project is backed by the Soviet Union, the Soviet government. But they, they're like, oh, all this is really cool how you're singing songs about, like, throwing potatoes at your cheating wife or something. Which is uh, like the kind of things they sung about back then. There's also a song that carries through the entire movie about um, two people who love each other but can't be together. The four eyes, two hearts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but beautiful. But then the government gets a hold of it and is like, why don't we make this about like the the good old fatherland? Let's make this about how our our land reform uh plot, plots and shit like that yeah so the lady involved who's very passionate about it she's like okay this isn't it then but the dude it's still there and he's really hanging on because he's hotting for the for the young polish girl yeah i actually i actually wanted to talk about that for one second like she she really did like very impassionedly explain why that that can't happen with the project they're working on because that's not the goal like she really tried to save it but then the manager stepped in and then you find out all of a sudden that he's been secretly planning this the whole time like he yeah, is, yeah yeah he is in it, it and he and it, so he says she says no he says yes and then the next thing we see they're doing it so the guy just kind of went along with it mm. But probably because he didn't want to leave it because he didn't want to leave her. It'd be like if, uh, I think the equivalent here would be like if you wanted to make a movie about um, traditional blues singers mm -hmm. and your producer comes along and he's like, how come these guys ain't singing songs about supporting the troops? Mm. How come these guys ain't singing the songs talking about how America's the greatest country in the world? And they're like, because they didn't sing those songs. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the same. It's the same principle. Yeah, and the, the, sort of the same kind of question was posed. Yeah, and the manager guy, he was like, or maybe it was the guy asking them. He basically was like, they they can sing about it if they're taught to. Kind yeah, of deal. Yeah. It was like it was like they'll sing about it. Yeah, yeah. If you tell them, they have you tell to. Them to. I mean, and he worded it in in a just a, a slimy way like it, it wasn't that obvious but yeah so she leaves 
The guy continued. And this on. is a, a Stalinist era Soviet uh, yeah. government. So, he and, and I, I noticed. Girl... I saw that the, and there at one point they're singing in front of a picture of Lenin and Stalin. Yes. From uh, I'm not I'm not nuanced in the history here, but I had always heard that Lenin and Stalin actually like hated each other back in the day. So, you know. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm not Tell good at that it. either. Okay, so uh, the the man and the girl end up having an affair. So yeah, they're having yeah. sort of this clandestine affair because he's the conductor of this choir. Uh, and so, you know, he's, you know, it's standing up in front of them all the time and it's the secret that they're fucking. And then she admits to him at some point that she says, I've been ratting on you. Right. And he's like, what do you mean? And so basically she tells him that she's been having to go tell the manager about she him. She caring out on questions. him. She caring on him. No, she didn't. She went to get the manager. She's being, <laughs> she's being forced to tell the manager things. He's asking questions like, does he believe in God? Is he loyal yeah, to the yeah. cause? Like, basically, she's being a spy. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because what I love a lot. Does he listen to Liberty Radio? Yeah. I What I really loved about this movie is they didn't try to over explain literally anything. No. Like, you got things in a, just a phrase. Like, you and like and so much you learn so much like backstory just because someone like tells you one fact. And so, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm spying on you. Oh, we found out early on that she had gone to jail for a bit and it was, be or no, she's actually just on probation. The rumor was she killed her dad. The rumor was that she'd kill her dad and she'd gone to jail. And he asked, and he asked her about it. Like, what's the story? And she said that, and I, she said, he missed He mistaked me for my mother. So I showed him with a knife that I wasn't mm -hmm. her. And I was like, fuck, yes, this is a feminist movie. Every movie is a feminist movie. <laughs> it's in everything. I had no choice. Like she had no choice to tell the manager because she, he, she's like, they wouldn't have let me stay otherwise. I'm still on all probation. I'm, all I'm saying is that they were establishing, like, whether it be amongst the people, how they rumored around her mm. as someone who was a volatile kind of person. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah. So he wants to make an arrangements. Like, all right, you're ratting on me to the dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, so. Why don't we go? We, we're going to East Berlin. Meet me up here and we'll just fucking leave. Right. Yep. And he goes. And he waits. He waits and waits. She doesn't show up. She's at this party with the dude who's running the music and thing. And comrades now. who wanted to meet her. Yeah. And she looks sad as fuck, but she didn't go. Yeah. So we cut to. Two this, years later. Movie's actually very simple. Yeah. We cut to a couple years. He's in Paris. Uh, playing piano in a jazz band and she walks into his life mm -hmm. and i'm not For sure one what, night yeah and i'm not sure what's up because she's not away from that troupe well no on this one this is the time when literally she met him at that restaurant they kissed and she ran away mm -hmm. like they walked down the street like they were not together very long i think they were doing a show there Right, they had because traveled she's like, I'm there. leaving in the morning. So she that's why he couldn't walk her all the way back to the hotel because if anyone saw him with her, she would have been in trouble. Yeah. And so so she, yeah, they were performing in Paris and so she literally came and they spent like maybe an hour together. And they have this very passionate kiss and then she runs away. Yeah. And he did ask her, Why didn't you come? And her answer was, I wasn't strong enough. 
yeah, yeah. I didn't think I could do it by myself or something. I mean, she would have been with him. She she said she believed in him, but she didn't believe in herself, basically. Yeah. So then we cut to like another year. He goes to see them in a show. He goes to Yugoslavia. To, so he can to see, see them. them. And the manager guy is there. And he obviously has been in love with this girl from like the beginning. Yeah, he fucking yeah. loves her. Um, And he he's like staring him down. And this weird thing happens where some guys basically take him... And they're like, right now you have to leave because you're going to get deported to Poland. He's like, I'm a French citizen. Like, I are Spanish. What if I'm Spanish? Parisian. Mm. I mean, words France. are not working. France. France. Paris is in France. So he's a French citizen. Okay. For some reason, I thought that it was incorrect to say French citizen. Okay. He's a French citizen. So he's like, I don't have to leave. I, like, live here. And they were like, no, you have to leave. It's interesting because they basically stick him on a on a train. And tell him to just get the fuck out of here or whatever. They put him on something. Yeah, they put him on a train. And and it, were they doing him a favor by putting him on that train? They said they were. Or was the only the goal was just to be rid of him? I think that. It had, it had to have been that because if he goes back to Poland, he can be back in her life. Yeah. And dude really just wants him to go. He doesn't want him to go fucking have to yeah. hang around the government or whatever. He wants. He's just like, go back to Paris so yeah. I can have the... Uh, charm slav charm slav lady that was a term they he said to her you've got that uh charm uh, slav which is like slavic charm basically oh so okay. when he's talking about later when she meets up with him again after she's like oh i married an italian guy so i could get out of poland so i could get out of poland and now i've just come to france and then they spend actual time slavic charm okay so um, so then they're living together in Paris, but it ain't they were together for the first time. And he's doing uh, scores for for movies. Yeah, yeah. And she's also like a singer. Like she's got like some things going on, like a career popping I think, off. I think didn't she come find him doing the scores in movies wherever they had sent him to, and then they moved to Paris together. That might be what happened. Anyway, because then he was playing behind her and they were performing back at the same club he'd been playing piano at previously. Yeah. Uh, and so, so yeah, she's performing there together, but yeah, it's not going good. She's like busting on him because she thinks that he's weak since he's left Poland and come to live in France. Mm -hmm. Like she's busting on his masculinity. She apparently admits to sleeping with the director of a film that he worked on. But, who? How is he any more masculine than him? Well, it's just to make him mad. I don't even know if she did that. I'm sure she did. But, like, she she got really mad. The time when I feel like she got really mad at him is she was getting drunk, and he wanted her to meet that director. And she goes and talks with the director, and then she comes up to him, and she's like, why did you tell him I killed my father and I went right, to prison? Right. Why are you telling him that I did this and that and the other? And he's like, to make you sound more interesting. And she's like, fuck you. Like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, it was just... I really... In that moment, I feel like he was shit. Like, he was being shitty. I mean, that sucks, but that's not like some... Prepare her. Detrimental thing. Yeah, but also, like, he he threw her in. I don't know. Like, what did he think was going to happen? But she, I don't know. But just, then after that, she's like... Told a bunch of lies. But after that, she's just like, you were more of a man in Poland. Mm -hmm. And you're not... And then she just fucks off to Poland I would go, argue, to go back. I would argue, though. Like, they didn't spend any time together. They were always like, hanging out. Like, they've always just been fucking or yeah. hiding. They've always been fucking or hiding. And then when they're in Paris together, it's like that... 
they when, actually when have the intense, to be around each other. Yeah, when the intense time is over and you see how people are in everyday life, and he maybe was a little more fame seeking than she expected him to be. Maybe, you know, and it's kind of like a soldier wife thing where it's like was, yeah, everything's maybe. great and it's hard when the soldier's actually home. Maybe. I mean, you know, there's there's definitely people all the time who really love each other but cannot be together. Yeah. You know, and it's sad, but it's it's insane. So anyway, she eventually is like she leaves him. Yeah, she goes back to Poland and he essentially follows her back he does and he then we jump he he gets put in prison this is what i was gonna say he he got in trouble for just fucking off out of poland and then he got in trouble for trying to sneak back into poland yeah and they gave him 15 fucking years that is intense yeah and that was so that was a year after she left him that we jumped to her seeing him in in, in prison yeah and she's like i am going to get you out of here Right. And then we jump five years in the future. Yeah, up to 1964. And at this point, point, she's performing on a big stage. She's got a black wig on. She's in front of like a, what looked like a mariachi band. Yeah, yeah. They were emulating like like, mariachi shit. Yeah. And so she's singing. And obviously she's great, but you can tell she's like out of it a little bit. She's hammered. And then you see him and he's there backstage. But then there's the manager guy. I can't fucking remember his name. Holding a child. It looks and, like her. And you knew immediately. Looks like a Polish-ass little baby. That, and he tried to be like, doesn't he look like me? Whatever. And he was like, I don't know. He's like no, pinching the like kids' her. and stuff. <laughs> and she comes off the stage. And I'm assuming this is the first time she's seeing him. Because what he said to him was like, it was really difficult to get you out. But I'm glad we got you out. Like, she fucking married this skis ball and gave him a child to get this to man get out, out of prison. prison. But then this is what happened. Okay. She gets him out of prison. She comes off the stage, falls into his arms and says, I love you, but I'm going to puke. And then he, he goes to find her husband. Couldn't give a shit. He's holding his kid, his like blonde, beautiful child. And that's all he wanted. Right. Yeah. Cause he does. He says some really like fucking shit things about people's coloring earlier in the thing. Like it's important to him that it, he's he very, have- he's very possessive about the ethnicity. Yes. And he, and when anything is of a different ethnicity, that they're when they're consuming this traditional folk music, mm-hmm. then he's like, "Oh, I wish it was ours," you know. Yeah, and, so he, he, and he's busting on people that look a little too Polish, that oh, are on the front, that are on the front of the choirs. And but shit she like was that. like the perfect example, and then you right. know, he got this perfect baby, and so they they go together, and she's drunk, but he goes to find her, and he's like, "There." One thing I love about them, before I say what happens at the end, if that's okay to... It's not an at the theater. This movie's been out like Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Okay, so one of the things that really struck me, and I don't know if I actively thought about it until this scene, but they haven't seen each other for five years. And all they're doing is holding each other. Yeah. And that's when I realized that, like, that... I mean, they do talk, but that's what's happened every time is these long silences of them just being together. There's this beautiful scene when they first actually get to be a couple after she comes to him, after she's gotten married, where they're just on a boat for like 30 straight seconds and he's just got his arms around her. And it, it's just beautiful. Like in those moments, it's like, Oh, these people belong together and it doesn't feel like there. Nothing has to be explained. Nothing. It's just showing it through very good cinematography yes. and great frame shots. And it's completely convincing that even despite all the ups and downs and flaws, that these people are incredibly bound together. Absolutely. And then 
she says, get me out of here for good this time. Yeah. And then they go to these ruins that we saw at the beginning when they were traveling around. He takes her to the place basically where he was right before he met her. Mm Mm-hmm. And he takes her there, and they have they light a candle, and they have some pills laid out in a line. And obviously, you know it's about to happen. But the way they did it was so interesting to me, because they they spoke words to each other to marry. Yeah. I take you as my wife until death do us part. I take you as my husband. And so they had that moment, but obviously neither one of them looked happy. And then they kind of, they each took the pills. And the last thing that she said was, more for you because you're heavier. Yeah. And they took the pills, and then it cut to them sitting on a bench. Just staring at the scene, the landscape. Yeah, just staring at the landscape. And then they're like, let's walk over there. The view is better. And then you just see them walk out of frame. She says, let's cross over. And that's it. Yeah. And that that definitely obviously signifies that they were dead at that point. It's just, and that's why I think it it gave me a little bit of that like star-crossed lover Romeo and Juliet thing. It's like, you cannot actually be together. It will not actually ever work. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like, you, co- you it, die it, so that you don't have to be apart. It does feel like Casablanca combined with Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. This yeah. movie was good. Yeah, this is a good movie. I have to apologize to you. I'm going to apologize to you in front of the whole world. Okay. I was being real shit about watching this movie. Because as soon as it came up, and I was like, it's another fucking black and white movie, and I didn't pick this movie, and we didn't pick this movie. We've got all these lists of movies to watch. It was randomly generated. And I'd been kind of like, every time you mentioned it, I would kind of groan about it. And even as we were watching it last night, I was like, ugh, fine, whatever. And then as soon as it started, I was so glad I was watching it. And I've been thinking about it all day, and we would have never watched it had it not been for this show and this game that you made for us and so i'm sorry that i was a shithead (laughs) and i appreciate that we watched this film together and i love you and what else are you sorry about keep going i just said i love you and you asked me for what else if you want more apologies okay well i'm sorry that (laughs) i'm just i'm just fucking with you there's nothing else but if i know because i just wanted i just want to just apologize for saying that apologize for saying that right now i mean obviously i was joking uh i apologize for saying that i was perfect (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna hump this movie okay we're gonna take the couple we saw in this movie we're gonna bring them into our relationship i mean mix things up a little bit yeah why not right (laughs) obviously they're down for weird shit Uh we're not getting any younger although she was jealous about that Oh, Tess. Oh, yeah, yeah. She don't like her. Oh, like uh, he was in a relationship with a... It was funny how nonplus that lady was, too. Oh, yeah, she didn't give a shit. She probably she fucked like, everybody. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, that was a great moment, real quick, when he had seen her that one night for, like, two hours, and then he goes back and gets in bed with this, with this like, gorgeous older French, woman. French poet. French older woman. She says to him, have you been whoring? And he's like, I don't make enough money to go whoring and then he goes i was with the woman of my life and she goes congratulations now let me sleep <laughs> or good for you or sounds wonderful or there's something there's a whole side movie about so that lady cool. that we'll never see i know i, I know so but cool. uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna pumping it 
we're gonna mix up with this couple. We're gonna swing oh with gosh. this couple. Yeah. You're gonna hump them one through five times. I'm gonna hump them one through five times for and combine for best out of ten. How many humps do you give, mm-hmm. Paul Polakow? Paul, I may be getting his name. Paul Polakowski. Paul Polakowski, written by Polakowski, the director. Did you ask me a question and all that? Yeah. Okay. How how many? One through five. Okay, so I really like this movie. And I'm honestly kind of hard pressed to find any negative critique about it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it was perfect. Like what movie is perfect? I mean, we give really high scores to things, you know, sometimes, but I don't oh, know. Sorry. I don't I even know. know we weren't going to say that. I don't even know what thing. that means. That's You're right. Of, we talked about not that's saying one that of our band sentences. Is like, it's not perfect. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's our, a band sentence okay. on this show. Let me just like, Rewind. Or, or it's not my favorite movie. Okay, like, I won't what does say that, that mean? Okay, what does okay. that mean? I heard. I apologize. I'm sorry for that. It's a big apology episode for you. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I really am like hard pressed to kind of find a lot of negative critique for it. I thought it was really good. Uh, I'm gonna say a four point five. Okay. I mean, it's it's no less than a four. Easy. Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna give it a four point two five. I was almost there, but 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 truly What's the truly the difference? But what's the what would you change? That's where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know what I would change. Because usually it's like shorter, longer, cut some stuff, but I loved the silences. I mean it was gorgeous. They're a hot couple, so they could have fucked more. It could have been in color. A little more nudity. It didn't need to be in color. <laughs> more nudity. Yeah, it could have had a little bit more nudity. We didn't really in it. see anything. Uh yeah, it was, a lot of it was shaded. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they did fuck. They did fuck a couple times. Yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah, very good movie. A very good a romance a movie. Yeah. But not like but I wouldn't a, say it blew my mind. But not like a generic. Uh, not what you would think a romance movie yeah. would be. Yeah. Something tragic. Maybe tragic. Something even like flawed in a way that mm-hmm. relationships can be, but also different than a lot of relationships can be so and how you know everything was and how it anyway yeah cold war powell polakowski very good movie check it out yeah uh, the random generator uh selected it for us thank you random generator you think the next movie that gets randomly generated will also be a a modern movie filmed in black and white How, how how okay how long ago is still modern does it have to be two thousand something? In my brain, uh, or in our lifetime, sixty nine and before is classic. Everything seventy. Well, I guess in our modern, we could say like twenty first century. Okay. Hmm. Okay. But whatever that deal. So you gave it four point five. I give it four point five. Yes. Yes. That comes to an eight point seven five. I do believe. Is that an A? It should be an A. Yeah, let's see here. It actually ties with Mad God, but I would give the I would give the edge to this movie. Yes, I would too. So Cold War. Cold War. Is that an A? Yes. Okay, good. What are our A movies? Cold War, Mad God. I'll have to I'd never Snow White. Right. Yeah, Akira, Mad God, Cold War, and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Wow. Yeah, One we, of the most interesting romantic movies we've seen. Yes, yes. Another... You know what? You know what? 
I'm going to up it by, I'm going to up mine. Nice. I'm going to change it. Okay. I'm going to go to 8.5. So this is a solid. Nine. Nine. I, I, I think that makes so much sense. So this is our top ranked A tier movie yeah. so far. This is a new, maybe not new, but this is the sort of romantic movie that I love the most. You know, I said one of my favorite movies of the year last year was uh, The Worst Woman in the World. Yeah, yeah. Which I also think is a romantic movie. I, it has one of the most romantic scenes, I think, ever. We talked about it, and I consider that like a modern coming-of-age movie. Yeah. Because of just kind of like a delayed adult Yep. In your 20s and stuff. into 30s. Yeah. And which a lot of people may not see it like that or even see it like how you said you saw it. But that might be what's so interesting about that movie. Yeah. That's the second time we brought that movie up. I, I want to watch show. it again. Maybe we should talk about it. Maybe we should. But it's time. Okay. It's time to randomly generate another movie. All right, here we go. I'm going to hit this button and whatever we get... That's what we watch. All right, okay. here we go. Okay. Wait, what? Oh, I forgot to select the genre. Oh, gosh. False alarm. All right. All right. Pressing it again. Here we go. Generate. We've actually seen this movie a long time ago. And it was, uh, oh, fuck. Who? What is it? Four Lions. It's about these guys who are attempting to, uh, they're terrorists, but they're kind of bumbling. But it was, uh, it's a movie by Christopher Morris. Okay. I actually have a... I know that name, and this sounds familiar, but I can't remember it. So, but listen, sometimes I forget things. Yeah, I actually have a book about Chris Morris right here. He did the the he did this show called, it was like a BBC radio comedy. I don't know if it was put out by the BBC, called The Day to Day, mm -hmm. which was kind of like The Daily Show before The Daily Show. Mm -hmm. And then he put out a fake news show called Brass Eye. This is in England. I've heard of Brass this, Eye. This is, this is like think. this is kind of like some deep cut shit. Sure. And then he worked a lot with during those times with Armando Iannucci, who did yeah. uh, the thick of it and uh, those political. He 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 created uh, Veep, the, the yeah. HBO show. Not not Chris Morris, but Armando. Armando. Iannucci. That's why I know his name. I think. And on I haven't seen that yet. On I've Brass seen. Eye, they have, uh, who was the dude from the, so yeah, Chris Morris. Um, it's a movie about four dudes that are trying to commit a terrorist attack. We actually saw this a long time ago. I feel like I remember. Where is it made? I think it's an, Eng it's an English movie. Okay, that's what, I, I do vaguely remember this. So here we go. So we'll go again. We'll check it out. Four lines about right. dudes who want to blow up something. But there's something about them, like they're. Anyway, it's a weird, it's like a satire. Yeah. All right. So that's it. And uh, that was uh, quite the, the movie. Thanks, randomly generated website. You did good. Yeah. And we're keeping, we're keeping it foreign. You know, when I was watching Cold War, like I was like comparing it to Mank in yeah. terms of technique. Mm -hmm. And it really did make Mank look kind of amateurish. And like not as thoughtful, mm -hmm. a little like clunky, heavy-handed. Mm -hmm. You know, if I saw this first and then saw Mank later, a Mank could have been like a, a like a C-tier movie. I know. I think it. I think it was like a. I think it's like a low B-tier. I think I that think. what we could do moving forward is obviously we wouldn't change the ranking that we gave something, but as we're 
looking at movies. Mank is C tier. Okay, it is C tier. That makes sense. Yeah. But you know how it's sort of like you kind of bump things up to be one above or below or whatever. Or mm. maybe we just say like, Mank just needs to fall to the bottom. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mank, <laughs> Mank is a C tier movie. I think yeah. we the way it fell is right. But so far, Cold War by Paul Polakowski is our highest rated movie so far. What's so. our lowest? Our lowest is, let's see, we have a D tier. It is Johnny Mnemonic. All right. <laughs> which makes sense. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, you know what we say when we say goodbye. We love you, Keanu Reeves. Well, you could say that, but what oh, else do we say? I'm supposed to say... Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors. Folks, thank you so much for listening to Movie Humpers. If you want to experience us in ways other than audio, I would recommend subscribing to the Movie Humpers YouTube channel so you can see our beautiful faces and all the visual jokes you might not hear on the podcast. Also, you can watch us in our rawest form by subscribing to your very own Bob Sham over at Twitch. I'll probably change it to Movie Humpers or something soon. It just won't let me right now. So for now, it's your very own Bob Sham over on Twitch. The plan is to stream our movie discussions live and you can watch us there uh, before I edit things out that make me look bad. You can also contact us over at moviehumpers at gmail.com or you can follow our mediocre social media on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again and death to all traders.